Ja, ja, ding dong! Bitte zdrava! Bitte zdrava! Bitte zdrava! Building Bridges! Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, You're good to go! Welcome to Building Bridges. I'm Sebi. I'm Jan. I'm exhausted. <laughs> and your name is? Oh, I'm Dave. I think yeah. people already know what his name is anyway. <laughs> I, I, yeah. We, we, we just watched Eurovision, obviously, but we're still catching our breath. We have video of our reaction of what happened at the end. I, oh I don't God. know if I want that posted or not. No, <laughs> no, I definitely don't because Jan we, jumped we, over me and like yes, two of like. I mean, we are celebrating, you know, another Eurovision victory of Sweden after what, seven years? Was it? No. 2015, yeah. 2015, eight, eight, years. eight years. So if Mons didn't get its accreditation after eight years, he will definitely get one next year. Yeah, maybe he'll host. Yes. Can we already start talking about that? Is it too early? <laughs> okay. Well, uh, first of all, there is no more Ireland uh, at the only country with the most victories. It's oh my tied 7 7. Yes. Yes, can we talk about oh, yeah. this? Like Ireland has it, like had it so for so many years, and Sweden is now right now. Tied with them. This, tied this with was them. the worst thing that could have happened for an, <laughs> for an Irish Eurovision fan because not only are they now tied, but of course Lorraine takes or ties at least Johnny Logan's two. Yes. <laughs> Imagine next year when Luxembourg is coming back, Luxembourg <laughs> winning the whole thing. It's going yeah. to get the like messiest as fuck. But like yeah. really, wow. RTE really has to work on something, but yeah, that's a different topic. Shall we look at the final results? Yes, um, yes let's do it. Of course, uh, Sweden won. That shouldn't be a surprise for anyone. Um, and she dominated the jury votes, like, especially in the beginning. I think, like, the first few sets yeah. of 12s were all to her, literally. Yeah. There was hardly anyone else. Yeah. I wasn't counting. I can't wait for the actual results to come out, but uh, mm. I, it was almost one and two. Yeah. For the 12s. But yeah. the audience in the arena didn't seem happy with that. They were shouting cha-cha-cha and carry at the end. Like they weren't time. happy. I wouldn't say they weren't happy because if they weren't happy, they would have boo, you know, in the yeah. arena. I haven't heard a single boo in the arena. The only thing is that, like, this year we really had, like, two strong songs, you know, being in the game to win the whole mm -hmm. thing. And that's a good thing because sometimes, you know, whenever you have one good song, you know, already in the beginning. But, like, even though if you're, like, hardcore Eurovision fan, you know... You know, it, you, you cannot be sure until the very last minute of it. Yeah. And I was so, so happy for Sweden to getting back to it. I mean, don't get me wrong. I would be so happy for Finland as well. But like sometimes uh, like th these little things are really like, you know, I have this little connection to Sweden. I feel that way. And I I really feel that was the, the, the right timing to do it. So, mm. And it was very well deserving. Can we talk about the fact that she is the first woman won the Eurovision twice. I don't. I, I don't know. I, I think it's more spectacular that now there's a second one. Yeah, it shouldn't the, matter what yeah, gender. The, the it gender is to like, me yeah. doesn't matter as much yes, as the fact that now now it's no longer just Johnny Logan. This is something that even in modern times with forty plus countries competing, not just twenty something or yeah. less, you know, this can still happen. Yeah, that's what I find the most incredible. I do have to say that I think Finland was underrated by the juries, though, because many jurors gave them nothing, nothing at all. I was, I was surprised by that, I have to say, when, mm. when it came. Because, like, Finland was, I think it was the whole package. It was outstanding, yeah. It was like, I'm, like no, nothing against Israel, I'm sorry. I, I enjoyed Noah, but, uh, you know, if, if, if a jury can give uh, an entry, like, 
Israel points. I don't see why it can't give yeah, Finland points. Absolutely. No, but we have to say, like, this is a huge result for Finland. I think this is really, like, changing their whole path at Eurovision now, hopefully. And, like, it's their second best result of all time. And they've never even finished top five other than their no. Lordi result. So this is huge for them as well. And also huge. I mean, we probably should have made some notes prior <laughs> before doing this. Stuff is popping in my head. I know Sebi's not a fan of this. I know he said you shouldn't vote for this. But we are going to Sweden, and they will be able to celebrate Eurovision in Sweden on the 50th anniversary of Waterloo. I didn't I say that is you. I, I didn't say you shouldn't vote for this. I, I never I, said I, that. I reason you said it, but like I think like it's the whole thing of it, the whole thing of it. I think it's 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 such a great thing to do because like, I mean, Sweden is really one of these countries who really know how to you know do Eurovision. Yeah. Even though, let's put some credits to BBC. Let's be honest and let's just admit them that they did like a hell of a show because I think that all of three evenings they delivered to us, they were, you know, outstanding. I would say they were, you know, like they really put an effort and I would say they really put, you know, Torino in the shadows because it was pretty much just, you know, mm. putting all of their efforts, including the whole city. Uh, into Eurovision and that's pretty much it. Uh, yeah, I quickly want to clarify that I didn't say not to vote for Sweden. I just told, uh, like I just said, you should vote for the song and for the overall package and not for, you know, the sake of who could host next year. Because then, like, uh, Germany should just host every year because this love 2011 was fucking amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Can we talk about Germany getting last place? That oh was God. so fucking undeserved. Like, I don't even... Process, I can't even process it. I would say that the only place reserved for the last place this time, this year, was United Kingdom. If we're convinced. They were second to last. They were close. They were yeah. second to last, but like there was like two, six points of a difference, but... Um, I don't get like how the UK got jury points. Like either she sung yeah. entirely differently in the jury final or like I don't know how Germany got like three points from the juries and the UK was like, I don't know how many, like 15 something. Like that's what I don't get. There are some shockers, I would say. So if we if we go from the bottom, I think like Germany would would. I mean, we we were kind of used to in Eurovision world where we used to Germany have to you know mm -hmm. low points, but like this year they finally went for some quality. They really had some you know they really had like a great song. We really enjoyed having them on our podcast anyway. Um, but um, yeah, they mentioned I've seen them in interviews saying like yeah they kind of expected to come last or, or close to yeah. last they were and they were laughing it off. Well, they said their goal was not to be last with the zero points, and right. they did that they did at that. least. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much, there was uh, we had a contest with zero uh, with zero amount of people receiving zero points because we had like two years ago we had four, four of them. Yeah. Yeah. We had no zero points, we had no stage invasion. It went pretty well overall. <laughs> Can we talk about like the biggest shock for me was Spain being lost with oh the televotes with like, five points. I mean everybody's saying that you, like Spain will be due yeah, will be due. What a kind of <laughs> no but the, Spain will be doing like so so good, like both in choice and televote, and then flopping into when <sighs> 17th place. Is it 17? Yeah. 13, 14, 15, 16, 17 place with exactly 100 points. Mm -hmm. I think that people, you know, our neighbors uh, around our building as we're recording this in Spain will probably, you know, get called the police, you know, for that. Yeah. <laughs> because we, we were so ecstatic through the whole thing. But like, yes, definitely. I would also say that like Serbia being the third to last and also Portugal being like... 
on so that's like 26 20 22nd 3rd 4th 5th no 20 22nd for Portugal 24 yeah. for Serbia so it's is it no 23rd, 23rd. Oh. yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. wow <laughs> yeah i'm trying to cut it out but i'm not like you know i'm it, it's quite shocking i have to say even though like the whole thing uh Okay, so if we continue with this one, um, Albania, Slovenia, Switzerland, Poland, both, all of them finishing in the second part of the scoreboard. Uh, Spain finishing 17th, France, even though it was pretty much hyped for finishing in top 10, finishing in 16th place. Okay, can we talk about Austria finishing 15th? Well, that, that, that's a crime. It, it is, and that's what happens when you open. When you put exactly. a, 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 a song that should do quite well as, as the opener to make the show better, yeah. they suffer from the scoreboard. It's happened before. But we did get a 12th. Right. Thank you very much to the Belgian jury. We love you for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of the surprises, which was pretty much by the juries, really, you know, on, on the last places, was Croatia. Croatia was pretty much finished... I mean, Croatia pretty much finished with the juries, you know, on the bottom, like what, second last? What we last? expected, pretty yeah. much, yeah. But at the end, it ended up on 13th place in the final, which is, which yeah. isn't that bad, you know? That's what we predicted. But again, it just, it just shocks me, like, Croatia was just organized chaos. And yes, it was. It it's was. 13th, like, Germany, how? how? Uh, Ser- Serbia, people that like artsy, like, uh, songs with meaning behind it. 24th and Portugal yeah. as well was so different. Serbia was pretty forgotten, yeah. yeah. I have to say, I am a little bit surprised by Norway finishing top five after all because they were really <laughs> flopping yes. with the juries badly. Yeah. With yeah. all my love, I have to Alessandra. I think she, like with her vocals, she was really not doing that. She, was re- she wasn't really doing it as good as, you know, I would wish that she would. She seemed nervous in the beginning. Uh, of the rehearsals, I don't know if she ever got over it. But you know, we are in 2023, which means that like TikTok as a platform is doing a lot, and I'm pretty sure this is also part of that result because yeah, I think without TikTok, she probably wouldn't have been in top five. It really changed, you know, music industry nowadays. So this is why all of the like old novelty acts they're always saying like, oh, you know, like we don't know how to cope with social media, blah blah blah. But like it, it really is all about it. So it's it's if you work your song out on TikTok. Talk, you're pretty much guaranteed for success so that was part, pretty much you know Norway's cases so if but like the overall top 10 was very surprising like Estonia I never saw that in the top 10 before I, oh I, I assume she barely got through uh, the semi-final and I guess lucky for her she did because the juries ate it up yeah, yeah. Belgium as well, like a great song. And we always said, you know, Belgium might be overlooked. And here they are in seventh place. And I think especially for Flanders, this has to be one of their best results of all time. I would say, you know, this is such a good case for them to play seven. Because like, um, I think Gustav was one of those artists who got, you know, Mm. like, not not like blackmail, but like in a way of that, uh, there was that backslash of it, Mm. you know, like, because... Who was the Shirin? The Shirin yeah. was about to win the whole thing, and you know this. This is really not the case for for an artist to go to Eurovision the whole to do the mm. whole thing. But like here he is, he smashed the whole thing. He's on his seventh place, 
earning 182 points. And I think this is quite an amazing result, if you ask me. You yeah, know? I'm really proud of Marco as well for Italy being in oh fourth. That's well-deserved. Um, I have to say, I don't understand how Israel is higher than him, though. Like, that's really... Oh, that's re it's, I'm sorry, it's ridiculous. She, I mean, she spent a whole minute dancing and not singing. I mean, the whole thing about Israel, like, I never really got on board fully when it comes to Unicorn. Like, I think like, the whole fandom was pretty much just like, oh, Unicorn, yes, never mind. But at the same time, you know, we really, um, she was really one of the late contenders to win the whole thing. But uh, yet again, we had top two as we predicted before. Mm -hmm. But um, as we look now for the scoreboard, you know, it's really messy from third to 26th place. We really mm, totally unexpected. Totally unexpected. Yeah. Like nobody unexpected. would expect Germany to be last. Nobody would expect to, you know, Norway to be fifth and so on, etc., etc. I mean, earlier they did, like, but yes. once three. Yes. Check Israel here. Israel is the one that's kind of squeaked through. Mm. That uh, that did better than it should have. Um, briefly now, from a North American perspective, <laughs> um, from the left hand side of the board, looking up Croatia. What the fuck? Uh, Australia, why Europe? Why don't you vote for them? Why, why are the only points they ever get jury votes? So where is this? Like what? Australia, Australia finished ninth. Yeah. And most of that was from, again, we don't, we don't, I didn't write everything down. So mm -hmm. that most of that was jury vote. Uh, we just talked about Estonia. Belgium, thank you. I, I know he, uh, Gustav cried when he qualified because he, and everyone said he wasn't qualifying and he did. So I'm very happy for him. Uh, a minute for Ukraine. Who were third in the bookies and and got zero points from ONGAE and like seemed like no one was talking about them. They got jury points, they got televote points, and they finished sixth with a solid. Which song. is okay. Which Fantastic. is okay. I think we yeah. expected them to be in top ten, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't really expect them to be in top three, to be honest, as the bookies were saying. No. But, but I think six is perfect because like the performance was slick. It has nice graphics. It was, it was beautiful. Well Italy in fourth again, like we just said, Rob. That should have been um, that should, the third place should have been Israel and Finland and Sweden. I mean, it was a coin toss. I think um, it was all about who will get more votes. So, it was, yeah. And for Katia, I, I think and I hope that this is the start of um, a popular uh, international career. Career, basically. Yeah, we might even see him at Eurovision next year, if not. As UMK winner representing Finland as, as some part of some interval act or something like announcing the Finnish 12 next. Yeah, or something. Like he's a huge fan favorite, mm -hmm. as was demonstrated by the crowd tonight, chanting for him multiple times. Yeah. So, like, I know he didn't win, but I hope he's not too upset on a personal level. He can walk away with this. He was crowd. definitely a good, good, good crowd pleaser. Yeah. Crowd pleaser, you know, and, and, and the whole thing about it was, but at the end of the day, you had Lorene, who really, you know, had her journey going, you know, all the way from LE Festival and to to Eurovision, and it was very, you know, it made all the sense for her to go and get the crown because it was pretty much all set. It was like the staging was great; she was performing it well. So this is why I really saw her winning till the day she won Melody yeah. Festival, and I didn't lose any hope in that because, like, it was all perfect. You know? Well, the day she was announced as a candidate, Sweden jumped into the lead with the bookies, and it never stops. Yeah. Before we knew the name of the song, before we knew anything. And we have to say that, that like bookies are pretty much, when it comes to a winner, they are pretty much always right. They announced, you know, both Salvador, Salvador Sobr 
Oh my god, what's my language? Well, Sal Salvador Sobral came pretty late. That was after rehearsals yeah. only. It was always about Francesco yeah. Gabani before course, that, yeah. Of course. But like Lorraine was never even a question. Like the second, you know, the second when I think the snippet of Tattoo was released, like that was when Sweden. Was pretty much. No, I think it was even before, but like. You know, we had in 2019, we have Duncan Lawrence, we have like, you know, in 2021, we have Moneskin after the rehearsals yeah. taking the first place. And also in 2021, Juan Tele last year, so we were in UK. <laughs> so, God, so, a color God, show calm down, calm down. But you know, this is, this is the whole thing. It, that's pretty much, you know, like how bookies are always pretty much right. So poor, poor Eleni Ferreira remains the last yes, one to be yes. first in the bookies and not yes. winning. Yeah. Uh, I have two more entries I would like to yeah. talk about briefly. Uh, first of them is Lithuania. I'm so proud of her for being left hand side of the scoreboard. Like, didn't she write that herself? Yes, yeah. entirely. Like you could see that like it was only her, I think. No, because like I had this vague memory of an interview where she said, because uh, they were saying, oh yeah, you went to Eurovision before. How is this time different? And her one thing was like, well, last time I didn't write the song. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So she's more, she was more proud this time. So it was fantastic. Much, I think it was more organic, you know? So this is why people went for it. She went to what? You 11th know? place? Yeah. And she extremely well at the juries yes. and Televote as well. Like, yes. I'm really proud of her because, like, I think most people didn't believe in her. And, like, people even said she would struggle to qualify. Yeah. I love this from the minute it was selected. And here we are. And you know what else is organic? What? This delicious Moet and Chandon <laughs> champagne. Oh Not a paid promotion, by the way. It's just no, delicious. Never, never, never. Just yeah. enjoying it as, well, no. as much as we should. Yeah. Can and we talk about the biggest disappointments of the evening? Mm. Yeah, before that, I was just going to talk too. about, yeah. Um, I really thought that Czechia was doomed going right after Finland. And I thought that top 10 placing was out of the window for sure. Never. never. And here they are. Like, never. Of course. The thing is, like, about Czechia, like, even though I kind of wasn't a fan of the performance, I kept back, I went back to watch it, you know? It was just intriguing. While it was creepy at a point, like, it was <laughs> intriguing, yeah. I always loved Czechia. Maybe not, like, I, I wasn't maybe really a fan of it. I love me some Barbie advertising on YouTube, but, like, you know, like, the thing is, like, <laughs> I never really, like... Um, I never really uh, got this whole idea of, idea of it. So, what are you doing, Sebi? Okay. So, the whole thing about the Czechia was pretty much, you know, um, I love the idea of it. I wasn't a fan of their performance, as ESC said. But, like, I mean, once they stepped on the stage, they were pretty much, you know, top 10 material. And I was loving this. And this is this is ecstatic. And I think all of our listeners can... can can go and um, can can follow the whole thing up. Yeah. Um, so, what are your biggest disappointments? Your I would up? say Slovenia. <laughs> no way, shocker! You were disappointed. You got twelve from Serbia. That yeah. was quite. Uh, this is something though, but I really have to say I was expecting them to finish a little bit higher than twenty first. Was it twenty first? Yes, twenty first place. That's probably the worst we had in uh, quite some time. No, like, you never qualified. <laughs> no, if we, no, if we if we talk about the, the, the times when we qualify, so I think Zalan Gasper ended up what thirteenth. Yeah, well, fifteenth. And before and we, oh, Lea Sirk was. Lea Sirk was like twentieth something. As so well, which is pretty much yeah. you know, but I mean, 
there, this is one I thing. I think final is always a good result for Slovenia. Definitely. Yeah. Always, you know, like when you lower your standards. But like, you know, the, well, the whole... Wait, no, wait, wait now, like, this, this is a success. It is. Well, like, it you, you went for an internal selection, first one in a long time. In 10 years. We'll, we'll, right? So we'll see what, what RTV Sloan decides next year. Yeah. Definitely, but I really think they should really go for this internal selection because, like, whenever we tried Hello 2022, when we did, you know, like this this <laughs> national selection, we ended up oh wait last, which is you know a lot worse than mm. what we did this year. I really think you know, like the countries who are not who are like struggling to do well in Eurovision, they should really go and do, you know. Try something else. Try something different. And I'm happy that RTV Slovenia did us proud with Joker Out, with Carpe Diem. Um, the song is charting um, in Spotify charts across the Europe. I think it's also top 10 in Lithuania, Poland, and like several other countries. And this is great. This is a good thing. Mm-hmm. And 21st means nothing. Hello, Rosalind. She ended up 20th and 21st, something. 21st, wasn't it? 21st. Hello. 20th. 20th. Yeah. Uh-huh. And she ended up, we know where, like everywhere, wherever you go, wherever you open your radio, she is there. And good yeah. for her. <laughs> I would say <laughs> it's a good thing for her. To I think we need to stop you from talking. Yeah. So, so. Well, my biggest disappointment was Germany. Like we already talked about oh this. This was one of the most competent entries. I thought it was literally on fire. Um, I thought this would get a lot more televote points. Yeah. Um but yeah, I think yeah, the last place belonged to the UK. Like, despite you know, thank you for everything you did this year. But like the entry, the full package, like it just didn't work. We know that, like, uh, she, I mean, instead she wrote a flop. You know, this is one of the yeah. good things she did, and she's ended up, uh, you know, second last anyway. So, uh, but you know, some of them, like, there are some artists who are meant to be, you know, studio recording artists. Some of them are meant to be live recording artists, mm. and. I mean, I would say even though like how much BBC put a great effort to host Eurovision, I don't think... They didn't put it in their own entry. <laughs> no, yes. But you know, that's not a surprise because like wherever you have this hosting entry anyway, they always, you know, they don't do well. I, when was the last time host entry well, did this well? This is it. Brividi, sixth place. Brividi. Yes. Okay. Yeah. But before that, it's been a long time. You, you are right. There is yeah. there is a history yeah. if you go back and look um, in the 2010s. Austria didn't do well. You know, there was like so many countries that didn't do well. And and, and this ain't no surprise. But like, I think May got a great platform. Mm. Her studio version of the song was pretty good. And I really did enjoy it. But... I don't know. I mean, uh, <laughs> Dave, did you have a big disappointment in the final? I'm going to give a very corny answer because I'm, I'm just so happy. Um, I initially was really upset and thought this was a weak year, uh, and maybe the I don't know the slickness of the production that the BBC put off this year maybe masked some of it. But I was really happy with all the stagings, and I mean, we spoke to a lot of these artists. And got to know that, like, that was so cool. And um, I'm just happy Sweden won. I really am. I can be, I can be, like you said, I don't think Germany should have been last. But I also don't necessarily know if the UK should have been last either. Like, yes. you, you, you plug another country in, and then I'm like, oh, now they're last. Like, I feel no, bad, you know? It wasn't that bad, of course. And I think if we're, like, completely honest, if we see the whole lineup of 26 songs we had tonight, I would say we had quite a lineup. Because, like, I mean, 
I there was no time for to, for toilet break anyway. No. There was like so many great songs, so many great performances. There were so many great yes. opportunities. And I think it's easier to answer the question who should have been first than who yes. should have been last. Yes. Yes. Very yes. much yes. so. Indeed. But I still think Sweden, you know, deserved this win as much as uh, you know people would would like to see other way. It was very very well deserved win and and I I'm so happy for it I almost feel like I have Swedish passport you know know what the saddest thing is what is the bottle of champagne is empty oh my goodness I know the bottle of Moe and Chandon (laughs) if you're listening there's a ghost in my body and he he's a you know lyricist champagneist usually people who were like lyricists they were like also drunk so they 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 had Okay, I think it's a great time to write the next Eurovision winner right now. Yes. yes. Or to thank everyone for listening all season. Although we shouldn't really say goodbye because we're not done. Yeah. There's we're a long summer. Not even ahead. taking a break. So if you're uh, suffering from post Eurovision depression, then you have to we stay right power. here. We have a lot of content coming up. And we promise to be sober next time. <laughs> and everything is going to be all right. Thank you so much for listening. Before we end that, I will just, you know, say this one thing. Happy Eurovision 2024, everyone. We're heading to Sweden. 2024? You're yes, already wishing people a happy Eurovision for next year. Yes, yeah. because we're okay. starting the new season. Okay. And right also, now. <laughs> we are off to, <laughs> we're off to Sweden and celebrate 50th anniversary of the most successful pop band ever existed on this planet. Abba winning winning the whole thing back in 1974 and next year we're celebrating it in Sweden. Blimey. Blimey. You know, and I think this is a good thing to... to Are you sure the UK isn't hosting on behalf of Sweden next year again? I really should not see that happening next year. I'm so excited. I'm pretty sure the press conference is about to start. I'm pretty sure... Uh, Karen doesn't even need to take the the book from the BBC. They have their own ready. I'm sure it's laminated, like yeah. it's ready to go. <laughs> I would say it. just once again, congratulations to Lorene from all of us. She really deserved deservedly won the whole thing. Ah. Is that the word? Deservedly. <laughs> so and and no, you know it's, it's it's you know I'm 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 happy. I feel like I, I I'm holding a Swedish passport and mm. that. Stort grattis till Lorraine, vi älskar dig och vi är mycket, mycket nöjd med dig. Ja. Tack. Ja, visst. Jag älskar en ås och en skålpadär och en random Swedish word. Follow us on Instagram. Bye bye.